UFC command in the we're sport live. world. So PKN oh. episode one fifty two. We were just talking about McGregor oh, and yeah. It, so we're it, on the show. <laughs> he's, I was saying how like every it's it's insane how no matter what news stories are out there, no matter like if there's an attack somewhere or whatever, mm-hmm. if Mayweather and McGregor come up, it is immediately like. Like the top story on Twitter, Facebook, everywhere. And I was saying, like, I don't follow boxing or UFC nearly as much as these two, but it is pretty ridiculous that even compared to like basketball, NFL, aside from Super Bowl, like it just skyrockets in popularity. That every single story. It's I think Connor's bigger than Mayweather. I, I, th- I think his, his like really? sports name right now at this moment, I mean, you could talk about like legendary careers or wherever, like right. historical uh, placement at this per- uh, current moment. But as far as like names in sports, names to hit the media and get the most uh, attention out of the average person, Connor owns an entire country. Like, you know like, what? Like he- I think Kyle's right because Mayweather was bigger when he fought. Like the Mayweather Pacquiao fight, Pacquiao fight, I feel like is. And bigger. that was delayed by many years. True. But there were two people on that card who were big. And it was, and like Kyle said, the buildup was for years and years. Conor McGregor could fight me. And it would be a big story. He doesn't need anyone on the B side to make it big. He changes bum lives, right? You know, when he fought Alvarez, I guess Alvarez was the champ, but you know, he didn't bring the audience. When I've he fought, only heard of Alvarez Al- because he got matched up with Conor McGregor. I only right. know, you know who most the- of these people are because it'll be Conor McGregor. Is he going to fight X? Is he going to fight Y? It's like I have no idea who X no, and Y I are. I think that's true in the world of UFC because UFC is its own niche thing. But 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 Mayweather's a big name. I I think they're. Whether it's A or B side, I don't know. I, I think Connor's probably more A as far as like media attention, but but uh, but Floyd may be more A as far as pay per view buys for this particular fight because his people think he's gonna he's gonna beat this guy to death. It could go either way, but uh, but as far as like media attention recognition, Conor McGregor's huge right now. He transcends all sports, um, and, and I think it's gonna be a really fun fight to watch. I, I'm looking forward to it. So when are they doing the first press conference? That's this week in L.A. That's the first one. Like is it? today, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very uh, right now. It says Conor McGregor McGregor brutally trolls Floyd Mayweather at presser <laughs> before promising an early KO. That's awesome. Um, That's right, so we'll get to that. I I, I don't want to spoil that. Don't spoil it anymore because I'm I'm gonna go watch that as soon as we're done with the show here. <laughs> okay. But but like one thing that I know that that I, leading up to this there was talk because Floyd usually shows up literally not joking an hour and a half late to his press conferences right like he makes this dramatic entrance at the end and Connor's been known to do the same shit. Uh, there's been a fight before where like his opponents like. I'm just going to leave whenever my opponent shows up, you know, y- y'all can talk to him and then Connor strolls in and like makes the guy sit down and stuff. So I really want to see this press conference and see how that went. Did you see that Floyd is in tax trouble? Not really trouble, but he's appealing to the IRS for an extension on his 2015 taxes, I think, until he gets this upcoming payday. That ties into something I've been saying, that Floyd's not as rich as he says he is. He I spends think... $8 million a day, apparently. <laughs> that can't be saying. true. That can't I'm, be true. I know that's so much, but like, like he, that, I, that's what he has to I do. I kept repeating this, money this thing. Like when you schedule a second private plane to carry your luggage, you run out of money, right? Will Did Smith I, was huge and ran out of money before Prince of Bel Air. You know, he spent all that parents don't understand rat money. It was gone. He took his. Did he, first, I, like, I didn't know that. It's you true. You got to keep in mind he's in trouble with the IRS, though, right? Like, so, so he made like two hundred, whatever he made in twenty fifteen, like two hundred right. million dollars, right? The year he fought Pacquiao. 
he probably owes ninety-five million in taxes or something like that off that. Something awful. I, and I bet he spent all two hundred million on minks and like different Rolls Royces and like tiger food or something. I have no facts. I just made now up he in owes my head. He didn't pay the IRS, all his taxes. I don't think he failed to file. I didn't hear that he did. No, he's filing for an extension uh, on the payment uh, uh, for his 2015 no. taxes that the exact verbiage is like uh, that he's got a big uh, payday revenue coming up. Or something. Yeah, 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 the but revenue event. No one said he didn't pay 2015 taxes. They're saying he got audited for 2015 as if he underpaid his taxes. Mm -hmm. So he maybe he tried to get a little cute in 2015. It sounded to me it like, he was, like he was making payments with that on much money taxes. It seems like people with that much money who have that kind of income, like... Th they're not sitting there with TurboTax like, oh, mm -hmm. I'm going to, well, he can't read. But he, if he could, <laughs> he wouldn't be sitting there with TurboTax going like, oh, I can write this off. I can write that off. Like, I imagine those people go into one of the big four accounting firms. And then one of those accounting firms, it seems like, like they have a vested interest in like not fucking up. You know, like they don't want anybody mm -hmm. coming and, and ruining their, what is it, like Price Waterhouse or whatever the names of all of them are. Like that, that's kind of true, right, Woody? Like it seems like these people who are that rich, like they're handing everything off to someone else. Which is what I never understood about the tax, like fraud at that level, is like, like how how do you think you're going to get away with it? Well, they, like, they, what it is is oftentimes the law is not defined enough. You know, like oh, you had to pay taxes on U.S. income. Aha! Well, this tax came over the internet, so you know we didn't fight here. We didn't do this, or like you know they they make it out to be not U.S. income. Like that's a thing that happens a lot. This was actually Cayman sense. Islands income because he's probably not <laughs> fighting every fight in the U.S.A. Uh, and so he's, yeah, I don't he know is. exactly. Uh, but, but what I'm saying is they often find a way to restructure it or make, or try to get a little cute, uh, mm -hmm. to make it so that it's, you know, uh, to find a way to avoid taxes. Well, his business is structured pretty interestingly anyway, cause he's Mayweather productions, right? Mm -hmm. Like he's not just a fighter who gets paid to go fight people. He is the event promoter. He is the guy who's renting out the Staples Center or who, wherever this fight is going down, you know, like, like he's the guy. He, he, he cut all the middlemen out. That's the, that's the interesting thing about Floyd Mayweather is he didn't want to be another Mike Tyson who got robbed, blind, and then, of course, spent, wasted the rest on Tigers and Planes. But he might be. But, but, but Mike, yeah, we'll see. I, I think he's prepared himself better than Mike Tyson ever did. He's certainly in a much better position than that. He's not. I don't see tigers. I see cars, and and like like our last guest suggested, like that those cars could be loners and stuff. Yeah, and the minks could be loners on Connor's side and stuff. Yeah, you, you, you don't know. But I well, think well, they're spending a lot of money. I, I are you guys both still on the? Uh, like, I'm wondering if your opinions changed because I remember from earlier. I think Woody, you were saying that McGregor had a good chance. Overall, did I say that okay. I, I that's what I'm, I'm trying to clarify because I don't remember if I'm just imposing that or what I thought. Because I know it's a good chance of what though, right? Like no, no, of winning. I'm, I'm talking about of oh. winning. Like every expert says, McGregor has no chance. He's a huge underdog. Okay. The thing is, there's not a lot of money to be made betting against Conor McGregor, right? The the guy, the guy wins all the time, with the exception of the first DS fight. He always wins. He wins, wins, and. And every time you go, you're like, well, Jose Aldo's been champ for 10 years. This guy's lethal. Not, He's got kicks. It, go on. He always wins at UFC fights. It's not yeah. like you're like, it's not like you're following Conor McGregor around. He's like, dude, perfect. Like everywhere he goes, he's just sinking <laughs> basketball shots. He's just rolling, dying, right. flipping water bottles. Fucking, like, just, just every one's turning around. It's like, like a just, perfect you know, ski like, ball sexy. store. <laughs> <laughs> everything. He's, he's real kids. good at beating people up within his, <laughs> his particular discipline of expertise. You'll do nothing. That's four 100s in a row. You couldn't <laughs> catch it. You got, you got three balls left, Mayweather. <laughs> you can't 
catch Kompak. Yes. <laughs> I bet he's like, people like that have to be so frustrating to play little piddling games with because their yeah. mind is just so like competitive, competitive. Uh-huh. I win, I win. Like just playing someone like that in Magic the Gathering. Like when I was teaching Kyle to play Magic, when Kyle would beat me, like we were in Colorado, he knew that it wasn't because he, you know, rused me into like a huge thing. It was because like, you know, I'm teaching him how to play. If you were Conor McGregor, you'd have been like, Oi, this fellow's teaching me the game. Already beat him. Anybody else here trying to teach me? You know, like that. Like, <laughs> I'm already past this level. No, I'm not playing you again. I'm, I'm one and all. Give me your belt. Give me your belt. Give me your belt. I don't care if it's from Coles. Give it to me. You know? <laughs> That's funny. He doesn't buckle it. He he ties in a knot. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, I really hope. Like, but if I, if, I if Mayweather wins. does win, if Mayweather wins, are all the experts predicting? Oh, it's going to be a round nine attrition victory, or are people saying there's going to be a knockout via Mayweather? They, they think that Mayweather will do anything he chooses to do, and that somewhere in like the third to fifth round, he knocked Connor out, and that's all he has left. I want I want Connor's strategy this whole time to be to get punched in the top of the head and break Mayweather's hands by like round five. I saw that in a movie, <laughs> right? <laughs> in a, in, well, right? Maybe a... Connor saw that same movie mm. um, because that, that like that seems like his best course of action if he could make that happen by some some fluke. Uh, that, so there's a lot of things against Floyd, right? I I, I think that's where you got to start is like let, let's start counting things against Floyd before we start actually owning up to the fact that. It seems like boxing is some sort it is like mathematics or something and and that every additional hour to that 10,000 hours you actually do get better and Mayweather seems like he's this special kind of human being that's really mastered that thing. So it doesn't seem like Connor uh, who who's an amateur in comparison can step in there and beat him, but Floyd's much older. Floyd hasn't finished anyone in years. He hasn't had a professional fight in years. Um, he hasn't looked great in his last fight. It's not dominating or anything. It's not like he destroyed Pacquiao. He has those brittle hands, and I didn't know about that about that until fairly recently. I guess it's probably not something he wants talked about a lot. But his hands break a lot. Um, and what else, right? He's, he's shorter. Uh, he's a smaller man. Time between. Yeah, what's the reach like? That's a the big thing in boxing. Contact. I think Connor has the reach for sure. Connor's five foot nine, but but he has much longer arms than a five foot yeah, nine. He has frame, the arms of like a six foot guy. Like he goes up two weight classes and says, "My arms are as long as that guy." Yeah, I, I think me and Connor have about the same wingspan. <laughs> yeah, Connor's uh, wingspan is seventy-four inches. Mayweather's reach is seventy-two inches. He might also, have height matters because like, like, if um, if your wingspan is the same, yet I'm punching down and you're punching up, I have the reach advantage. So not only it says that McGregor's. It says McGregor's only an inch taller. You. Is that one of those athlete, athlete things where Mayweather's see, like, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm 5'8", and it's like, ah, you're 5'6", buddy. Like, Howard Stern <laughs> used to do this thing. So Howard Stern, I think, is 6'5", but it's like a true 6'5". So he'd have these like 6'8 basketball players on, and he's like, 6'8"? Why are we the same height? And they're like, what, what? No, man, no, man. Like, their contract's right on this. Their reputation, like, a lot matters on this fake height. They're very invested. I got a sign-in bonus for that extra inch, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Howard. Why are there cameras in here anyway? It's radio. He, he really, Where's like, Robin? Howard, Howard Stern has a real Slenderman build about him. Like, he he's, he's he, eerily lanky. So, so if you don't know, he is... He, if he gets any kind of flab on him at all, it looks really bad because of that lanky frame. He needs to be rocking almost a six-pack to even look okay with, with that look. 
he and he has one a lot of the time. He's very slender. He's on a ridiculous diet where he, he's like, yeah, I had some uh, a little brown rice and then there was some some steamed fish, and then I went to bed. Six packs bed. on skinny guys are like six packs on skinny guys are like big tits on fat girls. It doesn't count. It does count. It, it does. does not count. I disagree. I, I, yeah. I I've heard that line many times, but I I feel like. A guy with a six-pack... No, I'll admit, obviously, a strong guy with a six-pack is in a whole other league. But if you have a six-pack, you need to be pretty skinny to not have a decent body. That geek, you know, in every movie who they, like, hooks up with the cool girl and they turn him into a cool guy, all he was was, like, a skinny guy with a six-pack. Suddenly, you put him in a button-down shirt and fix his hair, and he's hot. You know, you, you don't have to be too far away. with this. If you've got a six-pack, you're doing mean- okay. Like if, like when I see a guy at a pool mm-hmm. who has no arm or shoulder or back definition, but they have that like, I haven't eaten since Thursday belly, uh-huh. like like two more days of light eating and they'll be going from six pack to emaciated Kenya <laughs> belly. Like Do you that remember sort of when Connor was calling thing? Nate Diaz skinny fat? Yeah. He does look a little skinny fat, but not the kind right? of skinny fat I would want to I'm going to tear your skinny fat body apart all <laughs> long and lanky and disgusting. <laughs> like, he's saying this, like, oh, they're, on, they're on, like, CNN. He's talking about this guy's skinny fat body, and Nate, too, are there with a speech impediment. He's like, if you fight, you fight, you know? If you fight, you fight. <laughs> Connor, at 170, said he didn't like it. He didn't have abs. If I could look like Connor at 170, I would do this show shirtless. You'd never see a shirt on me again. At 145. He looks ferocious. I, I, emaciated a little yeah but, I, I but think, in a scary way his eyes are all sunken in and he, he was he, yeah. he's just like ah and you're like god he's damn he's got he like, looks a, like a train spotting look i'm on the same page as taylor with the like the way he described it hasn't eaten since thursday too thin yeah yeah that guy does not have a good body but you know i, I feel like there are a lot of things if your biceps are bigger than your wrists and you have abs you probably have a decent body you know you got to be pretty thin uh, to not have that. I, yeah, if you're my own diet. The size of your I've been so 202 was my Thursday weight, and I'm not sure. I'm still 202. I'm not sure I'm going to be 201 for Thursday. I'm hoping. I'm hoping on PKA I can say I lost another pound. I've I've lost a pound or two almost every week, and this week I don't know. It's Tuesday. Weigh the same thing as Thursday. I ate, I ate a whole pecan pie this week, <laughs> uh, and and it was everything that I thought it would be and more. Um, every slice I would microwave for about 15 seconds and then put a little dollop of vanilla ice cream on there. Um, well, so I, I gained mean, one in, pound. I'm at 171.6 pounds, uh, right now. That is and so I, light. I, I loved that pecan pie so much. Every, every, just, just delicious. I got it off Amazon. It's pecan pie in a jar. If you like pecan pie, I strongly recommend it. I, I, I was just surprised that you live in, you know, pecan country in Georgia there, and you went the Amazon route. Because <laughs> it's, I, I think they're like Georgia pecans, you know, stuffed in a jar with From Washington. Like all the yeah. sugary goo and stuff. Like, it's the whole pecan pie in a jar, and you just dump it in the pie crust, and then, well, I think you add eggs. Yeah, I added eggs, and, and you bake it. And, oh, that's pretty uh, low effort. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, so. precisely. I was going to order on Amazon for Prime Day a candle-making kit, because I think that kind of stuff is fun. Okay. Kind of just like, right. uh, like make some candles. 
And then like as I was like gonna click and buy it, I'm like, what what's wrong with you? Like you're gonna you're gonna start an Etsy store? What are you, what are you, are you just gonna be some fucking maniac? You're gonna convert to you know come up with excuses as people come over. What do you have sixty candles going? Oh, I'm uh, Wiccan now. Like, there's, there's hey, that could be the there's answer no for the pig hunt, right? Like 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 hear me out here. We go and we 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 shoot some pigs, we render the fat into tallow, we make our own wild boar soap. And there's like a, a silhouette of a wild boar with tusks on the, on every bar, right? Done. What do we call it? Wild boar soap. I don't know. Oh, I mean, I mean, I mean, this, this is oh, all happening can try very and, fast. We can try and sell it to Whole Foods Clean or somewhere like that. Mud. It'll be it? all natural, 100% oh, organic. Like the bear boar, like B-A-R-E, because bear is a great word for people like in the Whole Foods market because they're like, oh, yeah. bear, that means there's like no... No preservatives in it, right? I don't know. It's nine dollars. There's a bullet in mine. There's a bullet in it. No, that's an exfoliating bead, you dumb <laughs> Yeah, the Buy copper it. it uh it wards off cancer. Yeah, you want that in there. It's so much pork fat, it just puts your body instantly into state of ketosis. You know. What I mean? yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I've been pretty that. good on diet. I've been very good on kettlebells, and I've been really active, but. Um, yeah, just haven't lost a pound this week. I don't know. Didn't I'm, gain. I'm down one. I'm at 204 now, and I'm bummed out that I can't work out this week again mm. because it's 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 scarring up right now. Right, right. So like all the the pieces are growing back together mostly. You rub some vitamin E on there. I'm rubbing uh, uh so I have some like Nivea lotion that you're supposed to like rub into it once it's 100% sealed up to get rid of scars. But I'm not really worried about that as much. I just don't want it to be one of those scar tissues that like pops all the time. Mm -hmm. And you're yeah. just all dealing with that. But it, it's, it's bumming me so much more than I thought. What, what do you say? Mederma. M-E-D-E-R-M-A for, uh, for scars. I've heard of that. I'm going to get someone it heals up. Yeah, but really I'm, well. I'm so much more bummed out about not being able to work out than I thought I would be. Like I, I always, yeah, when people news. like, we're like, uh, oh yeah, I, I, you know, when we, like we were doing hockey workouts or something, someone's like, yeah, I kind of tweaked my ankle, like I can't work out this week. And it was always like, always like, oh lucky, like you don't have to go to training and do all this. Like now it's like, oh god damn it, like I was on such a a good click, a good mm -hmm. pace with this, and now I'm gonna, I missed two weeks, and I'm not ticking up my week calendar anymore because I'm not, I'm not giving myself credit for not doing it. I, but, I was. Yeah, I, I'm when I had when I was sick, it was like two weeks ago. I was sick. I missed two workouts, I think. But two workouts, like it was a week, you know, because I do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I went from Monday to Monday. And uh, I'm like, are you really sick? Are you faking sick? How sick are you? Can you do your kettle? Could you have done maybe half a workout? Huh? Could you have done that? And uh, it took me a while to for you. forgive myself. You're probably right. I don't know. But now, I mean, yeah, they say that stuff, and I don't, I don't know, right? But, 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 you know, they talk about when your body's healing and stuff. You know, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe it's not good for it. So, yeah. it sounds like you're super motivated, though. If if you've got that, where you feel that guilty, if you if you don't get your workout in, that's you're in the zone. Then, yeah, yeah, I, oh, I like it. I I don't I didn't admit it broadly, but when I first started out, five push-ups was a thing for me. If I did ten, they weren't good form. And uh, now I knock out 25 in good form. It might be time to add more. That's uh, yeah. You get you get fast so quickly. Yeah. I, Same I, with pull-ups. Did you did you try a pull-up from the start and now try no, again? I did. Because that's a big difference. Because like you're gaining strength as you're losing weight, and so it's like you're doubling up on your strength difference. Even I, like four weeks later, you're like, holy shit, I can do five more now. I was gonna like, say just the 18 pounds different would help a lot. Like if I put in you know, 18 pounds worth of chain around your waist, you would totally feel that. Like that oh, would be yeah. significant. Uh, like a wife. 
<laughs> but anyway, yeah, so I haven't lost a pound this week. I hope that sometime between now and Tuesday I, I weigh in a pound lighter and um, and keep the streak alive, but we'll see. I tried doing like a couple kettlebell swings and work, move, move around workouts on mm -hmm. Friday just to be like, oh, it's probably not, or I guess it was Saturday. Like it wasn't like, oh, let's just see if this wasn't too bad. And like one of the movements, like I could, I could tell that something was happening on my finger and I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to rip the fucking pad of my thumb off. No, mm -hmm. I'm not doing this. But Jesus. Oh, well, that sucks. Hey, <laughs> I used to get excited about Trump news as like, as this would be the seminal turning moment. I've given, I've let go of that. But it does look pretty interesting from a story standpoint. If I had my facts right, and I might not because I've been watching mostly liberal news sources today, the, the juicy ones. Um, <laughs> the juicy ones. Yeah, it appears that Trump Jr. got an email from a Russian. They, they had involvement with both the Russian government and um, Trump's business affairs, right? Like, they, apparently, she's related to this billionaire. This billionaire is a pop star. Trump was even in this pop star's music video. And, and so Trump may have known him through business affairs, but they also worked together with the Russian government. Anyway, the email essentially paraphrased said, hey, we've got this awesome dirt on Hillary Clinton. Why don't you come see? So Trump Jr., Manafort, um, what's the K guy's name? Kushner? The, uh, the guy Jared started. Kushner is his oh, son. Jared Kushner, yeah. that's who I'm going for. And another person whom I've forgotten uh, met with this uh, Russian person and uh, to get dirt on Hillary Clinton. And then uh, apparently they're, I don't know what was said in the meeting, but they're saying that they didn't get any good dirt, so there's no story here. Which, uh, um, but like now the question has been answered. Like, did the Trump campaign meet with Russian people to get dirt against Hillary Clinton? Yes, they did. Like, they, when they heard that the Russians had information on Hillary, they said, let's meet. So, what, that's I, I'm, what's what I'm new. not liking from people right now is uh, the whole pivot to like, oh, but it's not illegal. But it's not illegal. It's like, yeah, but like, imagine the fury. If right now, like if, if Hillary Clinton got voted in and it turned out you didn't just elect Hillary, you elected the whole Clinton clan and fucking Chelsea was out there doing what Donald Trump <laughs> Jr. is doing and Bill's out there doing his stuff. It's like, no, you didn't. You didn't. And, and people would have a right to be angry with that. So I totally see how mm -hmm. people are upset with the whole the whole Trump clan being involved in this because it's like, no, we, we, nobody voted for Donald Trump Jr. Nobody voted for Eric Trump. I really don't hear about that guy, to be fair. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Eric, yeah. Nobody yeah, voted no. for Ivanka. <laughs> you did know nobody Ivanka voted. was going to be like have a, having a role in the presidency, though, right? Like, I'm like, with like, Kyle I, on that one because like, when Taylor started, I was like, only if that wasn't the expectation from the start. Like when Clinton ran, Hillary had a decent role in his administration. But when Clinton ran, I know in 92 you guys weren't that old. He was like, hey, she is a strong woman. You get two presidents for the price of one, right? He said that in his stump speeches. That, yeah, that was understood. Yeah, so yeah. it's understood. I, I feel it, like that changes Trump the game does nothing but like tout Ivanka's credentials and talk about how wonderful she is. Everything, everything that comes out of his mouth is a positive about how good Ivanka is. And this whole, I mean, he had her he does uh, that as a surrogate. He's had her, do, you know, she's yeah. been doing radio interviews. She's been there the whole way. I knew going in that Ivanka was going to be part of the presidency in some way. I didn't know that like the whole clan was, and you know, I I, I didn't know about all the. the okay, well I, then I, like I we're I, meeting I do, a lot with the Russians. We, I we do get the, your your point with Ivanka makes sense though because yeah that that Hillary Clinton comparison is apt because I guess of the three of those kids, 
it was clear she was going to be the one on taking a role, if any of them. Mm-hmm. At least that was my impression. I did not foresee the two Trump boys, or I guess the one Trump boy, being a big part of this whole thing. And Ivanka's or, husband. Uh, Ivanka's Actually, husband. That's even more uh, nepotistic. Is he named I feel like, may, and maybe I'm just thinking to like the, the days post his win, mm-hmm. I, I, and I'm thinking about that time, but it, but but Kushner's definitely been up up front a lot for a long time, right? He's got, I, He's put him in charge of Middle East peace. That one blew me away, but the guy's Jewish though, isn't he? Uh, he is. Yeah, I, I'm with you too, but I do. That's I also why I don't agree. like anti-Semitism. Win. I, I feel like prior to the winning, Kushner yeah, was I not agree. up front at all. And I and I like there aren't a lot of people who paid more attention to the election than me. I was I was really into it, addicted nearly, and uh, and Kushner really started to me like I think he replaced Chris Christie in the transition to lead the transition team. Does that sound right? Doesn't um, really. But oh, no. did you see Chris Christie today on the radio? Not today. I saw all those all right, photoshops right. so, of him in this yeah. scene, and that's hilarious. <laughs> good. It's good that you've seen those because this bears upon that. Chris is doing this morning sports radio talk show, um, okay. the radio show, and a caller calls in one of his constituents. He says what area he's from, so Christy knows like what area of his constituency this guy hails from. And he goes, Governor, I just wanted to, to tell you that the next time you want to take your fat ass to, a, to the beach – Maybe you don't do it on one that's been closed to the rest of the damn public. And Chris, like, and Chris calls him a communist and a bum, and like goes on this whole rant <laughs> against. He's like, yeah, you could tell that he's from like wherever the guy's from, like Blooming ba- Bloomingdale, because he's a communist. <laughs> yeah, you bum, you bum, and he's coming on the radio cursing. He's like cursing. What would I say? <laughs> he said badass. You know, it, it was uh, pretty funny. He is one of the most tragic, in a very funny way stories of the whole election if you think about it because the so like close. the first guy who was like i'm gonna put my neck out there as an established politician for donald trump chris christie that big fat fuck hey chris mm-hmm. christie i need you to stand behind me and just be fat behind me for a while he does <laughs> make it. me look thin it. yeah make me look I need you to stand <laughs> not back easy there but you're the man you know? <laughs> that, that, that's what he had him do and then it seemed like overnight just on a lark like one day trump was like yeah no <laughs> no, not, not 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 this fat idiot. I, I got when my attractive daughter. I got when my normal looking. Yeah. There was when he, when he fired Chris Christie and sent him a packing. There was this hint of like, wow, Donald Trump meant what he said. He's not going to put up with any of this bullshit because what it looked like, and and I mean, I guess what happened for all intents and purposes was Chris Christie put together a transition team, and Donald Trump said, oh, you got everybody together that you want. All right, you're all fired. All of you and all the people that you hand selected, you're gone. I'm going to get a new group in. It, it almost seemed like he really was playing a little 3D chess, and he was like, I'll let, those, I'll let the swamp assemble, it, sw- assemble the swamp people that they want, then I'll rake them to the side, and then I'll know that I'm not getting any bad apples when we, when we put my transition team together. What, what, wouldn't that be funny if like, it came out in a memoir like eight years from now where Trump's like, so to get rid of the swamp, I knew I had to find the slimiest creature in the whole fucking thing. <laughs> and so I found Chris Christie, and I had to pick the head best team. I knew every single person he would pick was awful. And I, I didn't tell him this ahead of time. I'm a very smart man. Ask him. I was president. You know, like, then, it's like, why are you, why, why do you write this? Like, you're talking. Like, <laughs> uh, it's very disjointed. Chris Christie is America's least popular governor right now. That's like his uh, thing. He's, he's only least popular because he's, he's also the most popular right like he's the most known like mm. like name name five other governors right like, i, I struggle yeah, yeah i don't know my governor mm. if i'm being 100 percent honest i just don't 
but yeah, but I know Chris Christie. I know, and I know a lot about him. When when I went to North Carolina to Hickory, North mm-hmm. Carolina, that that uh, that wonderful Trump rally. rally. Yeah, yeah. Christie was there, of course, at that thing. That it was, and you're right. In comparison, Trump looks slender and mm. young and powerful and and, and like what? statuesque. I have noticed. I have harsher thoughts towards fat people now that I'm 18 pounds down. It's just now like, you're starting to yeah, get it. I have less <laughs> sympathy. I weigh for 170 it. pounds. Imagine the hatred. <laughs> I'm like fat people hating in my head. Like fuck, just give up the carbs and the sugar. You weak willy pansy. Yeah, you weak willed pansy. I mean to say, like, like you know, I did it. You could do it. You like, just you're not doing it because you're weak. You know, body acceptance just means low standards. I go. I'm. I'm such a hypocrite with that. I'm, like I'm. I'm so on your team. Where like I will eat a whole pizza on like a cheat day, and like three days later, after being good for three days, I'll see somebody else like ordering like a gross <laughs> sandwich in front of me at Subway, and be like, "Ugh, the fuck! It's a Wednesday. Care about yourself. <laughs> like, don't you know to just binge on the weekends like an adult? Don't you know that's when you get all your cheese and carbs? Like, I'm, but I'm you're wondering- right. You go so quick." Would cheating more chain. help me? Like, because, all right. So I've no, I now know that I'm not doing keto strictly. Uh, it is, it was sort of the basis of where I started, but mostly I'm just eating clean, uh, you know, and staying away from carbs and sugars like keto tells you to. But I had a fruit bowl the other day. Should I cheat more or less? Like, I'm like, no one gets fat eating pineapple, right? Why? Oh, no, nobody gets fat eating pineapple you unless you Samoan eat an insane amount. You know they have milkshakes in Hawaii. <laughs> it's pig and pineapple all day. The, I think it's mainly the huge amount of sugary sauces that they're pasting their pork with. <laughs> pineapple sauces. For. Oh, oh, oh that, that's, that's a, uh, that is saying you're not just rubbing pineapple juice on it. There's added <laughs> sugar and syrup and all of that. It's like a it's like pulled pork kind of stuff. Mine was no a wonder they're fat. Pineapple and, that came in uh, pineapple, not a can. <laughs> Like it should yeah, be healthy. <laughs> I mean, like it's it's like anything else. Don't be an idiot, and you, like you have to be fucking dumb to get fat on fruit. Like it, it's <laughs> you. I'm serious. You have to be a Eating fucking moron, a a full on pants on head retard <laughs> to get overweight on watermelon and and pineapple and first of all you get two days into your fruitarian steve jobs i'll just take the risk with cancer diet (laughs) and you're gonna be on the toilet 24 7 because you will have nothing but fructose and water and fiber running through your body as your body desperately tries to disassemble what little fat is left in your thighs to try and you know make cells work like you know steve jobs (laughs) may have got cancer but that fucker was thin (laughs) <laughs> from the cancer. <laughs> from the cancer. Yeah, it worked. Clearly, the diet has something going for it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, I, I, I like this theory that. that the thinner one gets, the 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 stronger the hatred for the fat becomes. Mm. Becomes. I, yeah. I, I like that. I, I, there was nothing more motivating than fat people hate that Reddit subreddit from like that. That was uh, my Reddit usage after fat people hate was was destroyed. Went down calamitously really? because it was like my two oh, yeah. that i liked going to the most was hockey and fat people hate because you just pop on over into fat people hate and if you were considering a burrito that night <laughs> or a treat you would look and read the comments and see the vitriol and the hate that everyday people out there just like you think when they see a big fat person and you just go ah, you know what no nope 
I want to be on the smug team. <laughs> like I'm going to be with, with these guys. I'm one of the in crowd. Like it's, I, of course it's not healthy probably to, or actually probably is healthy. Cause you're not I rationalized. My, I was like, you know what? All right. I'm not as thin Still as I once was, bad. but no, it was, how am I doing for my demo? Huh? Huh? For my demo amongst 44 year olds, you know, Pretty like fucking good. If you're watching this, I bet I'm hotter than your dad. You know? <laughs> right like yeah that's and, true you compare yourself to other 44 year like the the state of people in their mid 40s in this country is great it's abysmal <laughs> that's my demo that's my peer group baby and and, and amongst my peers i'm like top 10 percent top five i was gonna say that but i was being modest top five buddy. <laughs> I like, like, why it, would somebody else say top five you should have top ten. Oh, yeah you know? and then they bring out the top five yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah top five yeah i uh and and yeah i don't know i i i'm definitely You're just one horrific accident away from a great dating scene <laughs> <laughs> oh john I, I i laughed and didn't even process it i was like yeah oh wait <laughs> uh, one sort of marvel comics forming moment and there you are <laughs> i <laughs> wow tinder man <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tinderman. <laughs> Just uh, long, skinny fingers raking right. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I look much better than I did, and not as good as I want to. So, so that's a thing. I think that's where we're all at, and we're all marching the path towards towards betterment. Mm. So that's that's good. I yeah, I've been working out on the kettlebells hard enough that now sometimes I, I don't want to say dread it, but yeah, there are times when it's just like ah. Yeah, it's kettlebell day. This is gonna hurt. The mace. I, I I saw those that, and I saw Rogan talking about the mace, and, and that looked pretty cool. I'm gonna add that to the kettlebell. So yeah, like a mace. You know, it looks like a long. It's a steel thing with a heavier thing Does on the it have end. Spikes. Like, what do you do I with it? it? Well, it's for working out. They're they're like twisting them around and and doing like kettlebell style workouts, but you're but you're rotating them and keeping them stabilized. It's for prematurely wearing out your rotator cuff. Try it. You'll love it. <laughs> well, he suggested that they were good for uh, strengthening um, all the, the stuff between your joints and stuff. He, he, was, he was like, if you're on a machine, you're just doing this one thing, but you're never uh, strengthening the, connect, the connective tissues. Mm. And, and, and he made the case that, of, of the opposite, that, that like doing that and like stabilizing it and doing it over your head and doing all these weird positions was strengthening all the connective tissues and, and creating well, I think it's some... funny when I they try and like... about working out uh, than I do. What were you saying, Taylor? Oh, I was, I'm on this website, Steel Mace Training, you know, where they're talking about how you train with a steel mace. And I like when they take these archaic methods and they try and impose like modern science and saying like, you know, originally developed by the ancient Persian warrior elite, the Gada, heavy mace in quotes, style of training was directly applicable to real world combat and wrestling applications. And then it goes on to like real science and shit. And it's like, n no, no, it was people in Persia thousands of years ago didn't know how to make much, so they made a heavy ball on the end of something, and it was like, you know, if the other uh, goat people come and try and attack, uh, after working out, we give them a whack. You know, it's like, uh, <laughs> that's a good idea, buddy. Like, you wouldn't be like, oh, and when you're training with these steel mace ancient Persian techniques, be sure to uh, uh, go by the ancient Persian dirty water and honey diet. Even you know, like, that's what you want. You want nothing but... Working out was bullshit. <laughs> like, my swim coach told us what his swim practices were like. They would just practice racing. Like, like they know what the fuck to do. They're like, all right, you raced the 400, so, well, Race you it. just go back and forth eight laps really hard, take a breath, and then keep doing that, and eventually you'll get better at that. Like, that's how, they, they, there was no, like, real training. There was no, like, focus and, you know, technique, nothing. They just 
practiced racing all the time. That's 60s workouts. Now it's way more. I'm probably yeah. out of date what now is, but even by the 90s, it was way better than the 60s. And our times were better. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, I, I don't know if a circle back to the Trump thing is interesting. I, I'm really hoping that this special counsel completely answers the questions, right? Like, okay, I hated the TV show Lost because they left these clues, these, these things over the course of six years. It was like, well, Walter has special powers. This number is really significant. The fat guy, this whole thing exists in his head. There's a panda on the island. There's this, there's Fuck dragons, there's smoke monsters, there's whatever. And then you show. get to the very end and you're like, wait, what? You didn't answer. I hope that, is his name Mueller? When he comes out, he's going to put out... And it needs to be written in an interesting way, like a novel <laughs> that's that's 60 pages that like answers all the questions Rachel Maddow has asked over Preferably the last 12 a graphic months. Novel. I'd like some illustrations you, in there. Kyle, this is the kind of out-of-box thinking that has made PKA so successful. Thank that, you. <laughs> this is what we need to invest in. Right mm. after the bear bore candle market, we're going to go right <laughs> into uh, graphic novels. And we don't even have to wait until all the details are out. Mm. You know, it'll be just like making a murderer, how they make fun of that and it's always sunny, where yeah. they're like, you're gonna string it on for 10 episodes? Well, of course we're gonna string it on for 10 episodes. We don't give answers. We don't <laughs> give what people want. We don't give them, you know, results. We just imply things, imply. <laughs> like, that, like that's what we do. We just write like a big story arc of graphic novels. Th that guys, would sell well. Did you the read the 9-11? What was it called? They, the 9-11 report, I think. It might have just been called the that. The 9-11 commission report. Yeah. Did you guys read that? Dude, um, it was good uh, reading. It was legit good reading. Like, it, it starts off with, like, you know, 6.55 a.m., you know, 19 people get on board in a Boston airport and manage to infiltrate. The, and you're, it's like, holy shit, this is like a crime novel. And, and you read it all the way through. It was interesting reading. And you really got to see, like, a lot of who knew what, when, and, and how it went down. But mostly, like, the mechanics of what happened on that day. Well, don't spoil the ending. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it now. Okay, okay. <laughs> is, is that one of those, like, like, because you probably know what I mean, where you read something about history some might i remember like specifically is the letter about uh, that albert fish this serial killer yeah. wrote do you know who that is woody mm -mm. so albert fish was uh one of the most notorious horrible child murdering serial killer psychopaths ever and this dude would capture kill cook and eat little children and he has a letter out there on the internet and it is a letter that he wrote to the mother and father of a little girl, or of, oh, of two little boys, yeah, that uh, there were two. There was one, He's because he said the younger one had more tender flesh or some, some creepy shit. Oh, I see uh, where he, this is going now. It, it was just a whole letter, and it was written in a way, it wasn't written like, I killed your baby and then I ate him up good, I fixed him, I poured him in a pot. It, it was like articulate, it was like... It was a Thursday afternoon. I decided to go out. After picking up the paper, I, I saw a, a, a nice young boy playing in the street. I decided to invite him back home. He was curious and very cute. Once we got in the house, I told him, like, here, Kyle, you can jump in with whatever you know. But it was, yeah. suffice so, to so, say, so incredibly it, It's upsetting. real telling of the times that this happened in. The way that Albert procured the child is he, he went to this, uh, this lady's house and was like, hey, see, you've got a small child out here on the walk. I have a small grandson the same age having a birthday party today. 
how about he comes with me and we go over to the party? And she's like, sure, take him. Yeah, all right. Hmm. Bring him back before, uh, I don't know, dark, whenever that happens. Uh, <laughs> and, and so Albert is away with the child and like days pass and he consumes the child and then he writes her this letter and, and it's delivered to her. She can't read, luckily. Unfortunately, her other son can and he reads it out loud to her. Um, and it's 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 basically a part of it is a I've bit got of a it. cookbook. Yes. How long is it? All right. It's like two paragraphs. Paragraph, two. two. Oh, the part about the PPs and the oh man. Uh, all right, dear Mrs. Bud, in 1894, a friend of mine shipped as a deckhand on the steamer Tacoma, Captain John Davis. They sailed from San Francisco to Hong Kong, China. On arriving there, he and two others went ashore and got drunk. When they returned, the boat was gone. At that time, there was a famine in China. Meat of any kind was from one to three dollars a pound. So great was the suffering among the very poor that all children under 12 were sold for food in order to keep others from starving. A boy or girl under 14 was not safe in the street. You could go to just about any shop and ask for a steak, chops, or stew meat. Part of the naked body of a boy or girl would be brought out and just what you wanted cut from it. A boy or girl's behind, which is the sweetest part of the body and sold as a veal cutlet, brought the highest price. John said that there so long he acquired a taste for human flesh. On his return to New York, he stole two boys, one seven and one eleven, took them to his home, stripped them, naked, tied them in the closet, then burned everything they had on. Several times every day and night he spanked them, tortured them to make their meat good and tender. First he killed the eleven-year-old boy because he had the fattest ass and of course the most meat on it. Every part of his body was cooked and eaten except the head, bones, and guts. He was roasted in the oven, all of his ass boiled, broiled, fried, and stewed. The little boy was next. Went the same way. At that time, I was living at 409 East 100th Street, right side. He told me how, off, how good little human flesh was when I made up my mind to taste it. On Sunday, June the 3rd, 1928, I called you at 406 West 15th Street, bought you a pot cheese, strawberries. We had lunch. Grace sat in my lap and kissed me. I made up my mind to eat her. On the pretense of taking her to a party, you said yes, she could go. I took her to an empty house in Westchester I'd already picked out. When I got there, I told her to remain outside. She picked wildflowers. I went upstairs and stripped all my clothes off. I knew if I did not get her blood on, I did not want her blood to get on them. When all was ready, I went to the window and called her. Then I hid in the closet until she was in the room. When she saw me all naked, she began to cry and tried to run down the stairs. I grabbed her and she said she would tell her mama. First, I stripped her naked. How she did kick, bite, and scratch. I choked her to death and then cut her into small pieces so I could take my meat to my rooms, cook it, and eat it. How sweet and tender her little ass was roasted in the oven. It took me nine days to eat her entire body. I did not fuck her, though. I could have, had I wished. She died a virgin. That's the end of the letter. Wow. That is more evil (laughs) than, like, any, like, the most, like fucked up like horror movie writer in the world has to read something like that and be like oh man this guy's good like this (laughs) this guy's the winner of this contest like that 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 is so fucked up now i got a little at first i thought the girl's parents were the same as the boy's parents but they were different yeah it was different he was telling about how he first tasted human flesh in the late 1800s and how he decided he loved it so much he just had to do it again christ it must taste amazing eh Maybe that's it. Maybe this guy's stone cold sane, but human flesh is just delicious. I had some lamb chops a couple days ago. I'd never had them before. I, I I just hadn't. They were so good. I think I prefer it to beef now. Maybe it's like that. Maybe he tasted hmm. human child ass, and he was like, oh, 
how can I go back to pork? I'm glad this guy got the electric chair. <laughs> that, is that must a have been a uh, see that this like issues like this are when I have to rethink about the death penalty because like I I don't like the death penalty because stuff can go wrong. But you read about stuff like this and a dude who wrote a letter like that. And like if you ask him like, Mr. Fish, did you write this letter? He's like, oh, yes, I think it was my best work other than, <laughs> her, you know, upper thigh cutlet, yeah. you know, souffle or whatever the Aside fuck. Aside from making. my recipes, this is as good as I do. Didn't Albert Fish, wasn't he also inserting all those push pins into his like groin area? And when I, I say groin, like sometimes in the, in, on TV, they'll say groin and they mean genitals. I mean his entire groin area. He's like pushing p- push pins in and they're like all embedded in his groin area right in here. an x-ray yeah it was about that time yeah. that fish began to indulge in self-harm he would embed needles into his groin and abdomen after his arrest x-rays revealed that fish had at least 29 needles lodged in his pelvic region Fuck he also that. hit himself repeatedly with a nail studded paddle and inserted wool doused with lighter fluid into his anus and set it alight what Uh, it's just, I mean, you this, think this Batman's afraid man. of the electric chair? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, you're not even going to stuff lighter kerosene-soaked wool up my ass? Do you ah! think that's like, what it was like? <laughs> They're like, Mr. Fish, we sentence you to death. Oh, are you going to stuff me full of steel wool and light me on fire? <laughs> Jesus Christ, no. <laughs> no, what, what are you talking about? No, we're going to electrocute. What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus. Like I said, Judge is sitting there with his fucking hat all flustered. Oh, his wig. <laughs> I, I guess when we probably should. Fuck. So well, I don't want to say what we were planning now. <laughs> very intense. We, we definitely weren't just going to electrocute you to death. Right <laughs> that wasn't the plan. I, we were going to put needles in your genitals until you die. <laughs> two, two steps ahead, I, Judge, uh, Your Honor. <laughs> my only issue with the death penalty is that sometimes they mess it up. And that I don't like. Yeah. You know that, That's the biggest Oh, and then a lot of people say that it's more expensive, which I believe, like, it's, no one seems to say, no, it's not. But I do feel like we could make it, I mean, the can't we streamline this? The makes it more expensive is bullshit in my, it, mm. that's the problem. It's not that the death penalty is inherently flawed. The idea of killing someone as a punishment or as, like, the final solution to their ruined self-being isn't necessarily a bad thing or a problem, I think. It's it's how we as imperfect beings implement that system. It's the innocent people who get killed. Mm-hmm. It's the guilty people who don't get a quick death. They're sort you know, they they asphyxiate or they're tortured or, you know, with the with the lethal injection, I think sometimes, you know, they're lying there like completely unable to scream but in tons of pain. Like we really don't know what's going on. It, the way uh, they I, do it in Westerns, you know, the old movies. Yeah. That seems cost effective. Like, I bet it's cheaper to do it that way than it is to keep them it in It is, cells. because there's no litigation. <laughs> to deal Although, with. they oh, try them. They try Those trials go on sometimes for a week. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes hours at a time, you know, <laughs> before everyone involved is, is too drunk. Yeah. yeah, that's what Hang'em High is all about. Clint Eastwood is falsely lynched, hung at the beginning of the movie, and then he spends the rest of the movie, uh, he gets deputized, and then he goes and gets all the men who falsely hung him. That's uh, how do these survivors hang? Um, he like I, I don't remember if someone rescued him or whatever, but the whole movie he's got this awful scar from where mm-hmm. the rope was. Uh, he, he did survive it somehow or another. I think like the limb breaks or he he like wiggles out or someone so saves him. I don't recall. The people that that hung him or hanged him. I think hanged is actually right. Hanged. The, the yeah. people that hanged him were they incompetent or bad? 
they were on the lookout for someone who had actually like stolen some cattle and they came upon Clint Eastwood out in the wilderness and said, ah, this must be the guy. And then like, there's two ways of hanging someone. Like the, every time you see them in the town, when they're up on that platform with the trap door, like there, there's a precise amount of rope that they use mm -hmm. based on your weight to calculate breaking your neck without tearing your head off. And a lot of times what they'll do instead, and you see, is people just get strangled, which is a long, excruciating death. And, and that's when you just put the rope around someone's neck and then just suspend them slowly so that you don't get that quick snap of the neck. Um, and then they can last like, depending on how strong you are, how thick your neck is, all that stuff, you can Having last a long that, time. Kyle, you've been strangled, and I know I have a couple of times. Yeah. It's not that bad. Um, it, there's a panicking... Yeah. completely out of control of your own existence Couple kind of seconds. moments that's yeah. like claustrophobia uh a little bit um and there's a there's some pain but it's it's not the sort of it's not sh a sharp pain it's a dull squeezing pain the big issue i've had with strangled which is not an issue in execution is uh for some reason when i come back i'm embarrassed like it bothers me that everyone else knows what just happened and i have some sort of memory loss there's a span of time even if it's just 15 seconds where everyone knows something happened, like it, something interesting happened. The man was unconscious. They all know about it, and I have no recollection of it. And being at that disadvantage made me really uncomfortable every time. I always enjoy it. It's 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 like uh, it, it, I, I I from panic attacks. I've I've fallen unconscious many times. Hmm. So it's like I, I'm pretty accustomed to what it feels like to lose and then regain consciousness i guess and i've bumped my noggin a couple times too doing yeah. silly stuff so you know uh so so whenever i'm coming out of him it's like oh, I, I, oh this is cool oh oh that was cool where was i how long how long how long because <laughs> you can't tell it, it's it's no. not like if you take a nap you can often tell oh that was only like a 45 minute nap my eyes still burn but like with this you're like was that three seconds or was that three minutes were you guys like, did you give me CPR because it didn't work right? Like, what just happened here? Like, you know, you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. I saw a cop hold a choke too long, kill a guy the other day. Really? Yeah, I he held it a, maybe um, 90 seconds, two minutes, three minutes maybe. A Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioner got into a fight with a guy. Uh, it was at a drive-thru. And the other guy was drunk. So he was being an ass and, like, honking and stuff. So they came out to, like, he, like, came out to confront him because the honker was clearly overreacting he put him in a guillotine and uh you know he, he'd probably done it a bunch of times before the guy passes out comes to but something to do with choking out a drunk is more dangerous and their he didn't brain their brains like restart button might be a little rusty when you're drunk could be could be i i don't think uh his was i don't think clearly. those are actually things <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah your brain's restart button oh, it's okay. in the back it's a little red thing and it's made of metal you gotta, you gotta use a pin <laughs> oh right and it was like rusty. a router yeah just like a router. uh man i don't I'm know looking up uh famous executioners what a job that must have been back in the day like to i'm reading about this guy here who was the executioner for 500 uh or i guess the less famous bugatti giovanni bugatti he didn't make the fun car he uh, he conducted over 500 papal executions, meaning papal that he beheaded over 500 people who had offended somehow the papacy. Damn. Which, uh, which the Catholic they Church, the, the Pope. Yeah, so the Pope. Which, 
I would guarantee like like only ten percent deserved it, right? Because like maybe they offended the papacy by raping a child or no, no, that they would like that. It may what would actually offend them that we would Well, what they would hate more than anything then I would think would be blasphemy. Jews. So anything that you're preaching if you preach Thank against the whatever, you know, religion, Catholicism at the time, then they'd kill you. Ah, this is good for a segue. And I know we've only got like five minutes here or or something like that. Eight, we're gonna we're gonna yeah. I have been watching this thing called Castlevania on Netflix. It's a four-episode animated thing based on the video game that I never played. But, like, just to, like, it gets right into the story right away, and I really dug it. Um, uh, there's gore. There's, like, blood and guts. And not just adult men, like the, the women, but the women and the children. Like, everyone. Everyone gets ripped apart. Uh, basically, the story is that uh, it's like 1450, the year is, and Vlad Dracula is a thing. And, but but he's, he's retired from his old impaling ways. Now he just lives in his castle with advanced technology uh, and, and, and a solitary uh, sort of lifestyle. And uh, a woman comes to him from her ignorant like city, and she's like, I want to learn to be a doctor. I want to learn to use real science. And, and he's like intrigued because he's like, maybe I'll just drink from you. And she's like, you're rude. You haven't even offered to take my coat. And he's like, kind of taken aback by this woman's style. And he's like, I think I like you. And long story short, they get married. The townspeople, a.k.a. the Catholic Church, decide she's a witch and burn her. Mm. And so Dracula's like crying tears of blood and turning into a big pillar of fire and coming back as a demon head on the pyre. And he's like, you have one year and I will come back and destroy all of you for burning my wife. And and they're all like, bullshit. And it's like, what are you talking about? You just saw it happen. <laughs> and so a I'm year goes sold. by. <laughs> yeah, for real, for real. A year goes by and like it's the, the, the cardinal gets wheeled out, right? They, they bring him out on one of those altars and put him down in front of everybody. And he's like, a year ago, Satan came to us. You all saw him. He said, be prepared, I'll be back in a year and going to kill you all and look at us here. This is our greatest celebration. Satan is a deceiver and a liar. And right about that time, the fucking sky turns dark and Dracula shows up and he's like, you're all still here? <laughs> I, I, I gave you a fucking year to run for your lives. I spent that whole year summoning a hell army. I get back. And you're celebrating the day you burned my wife. I've had it. <laughs> and he just and he turns loose this army. Is this of, like the opening, or have you yeah, told the whole story? This is story? like the first episode. This is I like the like first half of the first episode on the morning of the anniversary. Like that's a 365 days later party. <laughs> like you, you got to be sure. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. You're, yeah, because if you're wrong. Then yeah, you don't want to be like, like you said. He's just gonna, been a year. Yeah. You want to be like, so it's been a year. We can breathe yeah, it's, now. Like, it's been a year. He said he didn't say a year and a day. He said a year. So we're like that. So he that releases. Sounds, that's a pretty interesting premise. Yeah, he releases this hell army on the city, and and as it's ripping through these like beasts with wings and fangs and claws, they're tearing babies apart. And there's like there's a part where you see like a baby in its jaws as it's like running away, like like eating the baby, and just big swaths of people get clawed apart and guts go everywhere. It's it's a real dark time. And then, of course, there's a hero to come in and try to help with all this. But honestly, I'm on Dracula's side. Have you watched The Young Pope yet? No, but I saw it on HBO. See, I've been catching up with Game of Thrones. I, 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 I've I, to... I watched season six of Game of Thrones. I actually saw that. But I, I, 
I, Young Pope's not. It didn't move quick enough for me in the first episode or two. I need a media, a media consumption professional like you to tell me if it's good or not. I actually did watch Young Pope the first, I think, two, maybe three episodes. Okay. And it also didn't didn't pull me in. Uh, like it wasn't that I disliked it. It was just I wasn't I just, it wasn't as interesting as I thought. There's something about a show about the Pope where if the Pope if there's fucking cell phones and cars and it's modern day society and you're the Pope, like I'm sorry, but even though you're still a powerful dude, you're not a fucking percent of a tenth as powerful as the Pope. 400 years ago. Yeah, yeah. I want to look at the Pope from the year 800, you know, when it was, well, there's the King of England, there's the King of France, and there's the Pope, the three most powerful people on the mm-hmm. planet. Like, it's more, there's more at stake. I don't want to watch the up-and-comer Pope, like, yeah, we're going to claw back, like, 2% of what we used to be able to do. If we were at the ocean's edge and we were worried it was too rough, I would be, I would understand if you sent me in to go check it out, right? That, that's something that I, this is where we need Kyle. Right, Kyle. <laughs> I'm not a huge Jude Law fan. Yeah, yeah. Kyle, can't I, and I had no idea it was a modern poet. Yeah, the, the, you, see, see, I don't like that. You know what turns me off to Sherlock? I I was always heard about this this Sherlock Holmes show mm-hmm. on the B, uh, show on the BBC and uh, the Cumberbatch guy, Batch right. guy. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I like that guy. I guess I'm gonna finally get into Sherlock. I I, I like Sh- the idea of Sherlock Holmes and Watson and all that good stuff. It's modern day. They're fucking, they're fucking driving around in cars and shit. I had no idea. It, as soon as I saw there was no fucking pipe and silly hats, I just noped right out of that shit. Who like, needs like, Sherlock when you can just Google shit? Yeah, I've seen CSI. <laughs> I have I've Siri. Seen CSI. Like, 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 I've got a bit of an intuition about this murder scene. Well, don't fucking touch anything, Sherlock, because forensics is coming and they'll tell you. <laughs> no, no, I don't need that. I think I've got this in the bag. Wipe that blood up. No, I'm not fucking touching it, you maniac. Like we're not going on. We're not going on hunches. Put your magnifying glass What's away. An like telling it. Yes, yeah, like got it. He's doing that like detective hand behind him, magnifying glass. <laughs> like ah oh, dust as i suspected you know <laughs> a slight breeze coming from this crack in the floor yes yeah, sure like that's the ac system get the fuck out of here <laughs> jesus it's not it's not always a secret wall you can't what is this devilry it's the exit sign it's the exit sign. <laughs> yeah <laughs> of course but sherlock isn't from like, of course not of okay course thank not. you yeah. yeah yeah i was like if they literally took some guy from like and I don't know Columbus time and brought him. That current. would be a better show. Mm. That would be if you time warped old timey Sherlock Holmes from, from from like industrial era or whatever into modern day, and then that was the thing that 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 that, that like be a uh, comedy. You know, He'd be a laughing stock. No, it, 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 at first he would, and then every step of the way you'd write in a way that his old timey techniques trump the new techniques. They'd be like, ah, he used bleach all over this. There's no DNA anywhere. And he's ha. My good man, don't you smell that acetone? <laughs> Clearly, we're dealing with the fingernail lady. <laughs> That's what I would like. Like, I would want to see a show where they bring back someone who was like brilliant in the year 1200, and then they just get, you know, beat the fuck out by someone like high just school with kids. a bone yeah. here, where he comes into the future and he's like, finally, I can. Make headway into my research. Tell me, what, what have you discovered of our uh, many humors in the body? Like, humors? What do you mean? You know, uh, uh, viscera, blood, gore, the, the, the confines of your mind controlled by these humors, yes? No. No, no, no. Well, there's, it's way more complicated. Oh, my God, dude, are you serious? Are you serious? He's like, 
My, my whole life's work is nothing. Come here, nothing. child. <laughs> Let me rub your head to determine if you have any illness. Well, well at least tell me the, the upcoming events of phrenology. You know, <laughs> which is the you know, yeah, discovery okay. of the head. You know, yeah. so they could like look at basically a black different. person and be like, oh, clearly inferior. You know, they look <laughs> different. You know. Yeah, I thought that would be a good gift for you one time. I saw one of those phrenology heads. It's like a human-sized head made of glass or something, and it's got all the zones drawn out and, and descriptive and everything. If, it, I, it, if they discovered my skeleton in, like, the year 1890, I'd have my own Wikipedia page for if you have your own yeah. <laughs> Clearly the Homo sapiens have made it with the Cro-Magnons. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell that would by be the like, skull. <laughs> all of the creationists would be like, well, then you explain to me the late 17th century Merca man. You explain that to me. <laughs> you explain the size of that head. You find me one human being on this planet that had that size. The Lord clearly made us special. You don't think that kind of, uh, I don't know why that's funny to me. All right. I wonder... Uh, I'm excited about the Trump story. I know I brought it up like twice now. I wonder, is it going to go anywhere? Probably not. It never does. We'll it never see. never does. I, I, yeah, you, and then I... I know I've, I've dismissed the whole idea that the Trumps, I'm, I'm extending that to the junior now, are playing 3D chess, but he tweeted out what seemed to be incriminating emails. He's like, hey, I have no secrets. These are the emails. And uh, it's like his claim is that because he didn't get any good info that he's innocent, right? Like I, I can just imagine the conversation with my wife. I think Trevor Noah did this. Um, honey. The reason I met that woman at the hotel is she said she would fuck me. But turns out she wouldn't. So why are you mad? Right? That is the defense that they're pulling. And it'll probably work. It always does. Yeah. It's different legally. We'll see if there's stuff there I want it uncovered. Yeah, I, I really literally don't, don't like know. this whole fucking Trump I, clan. I saw two lawyers on TV today argue about whether taking a meeting with her for like nefarious information about Hillary Clinton is soliciting that information or not. Cause that's a, I guess that's against the law. And they're like, he wasn't soliciting it. It was offered. And they're like, well, he took the meeting that's soliciting. I don't know. I don't know either. We'll have to see. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, but anyway, super interesting day. Yeah. Yeah. All right. PKN. Check out Castlevania. You'll like it on Netflix. You say, yeah, yeah, it's four episodes. Only four episodes. They're, it's like two hours of total content. Oh, dude, I, I rewatched season six of Game of Thrones. It was good. And there were course, things yeah. I forgot. I'm halfway through it right now, and, there, and I'm digging it, yeah. I was like, like I don't know. There were some significant deaths that I forgot. Uh, Walter Frey. I forgot they killed Walter Frey. I'm like, yeah, I don't know how, right? And then Arya's like, they're here. They're in the, they're, 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 who did he feed to Walter Frey? His son's. Yep. Yeah. He Black and older. His son. And she's like, you know, she, I want the last. I am Arya Stark. I want you to know that. I want you to know the last thing you will know, the last thing you will see is a Stark shoving a knife through your heart. And then she does it. Yeah. Uh, and it was just I'm like, coming up on that episode. Like, I, I just watched the episode where, like, Arya gets stabbed and falls in the water or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I, it's such an amazing fucking show, man. Like, like it's Full of those incredible like like moments that'll give you uh, goosebumps or whatever. Like the Khaleesi rides in on a dragon and she's like, every other call before has asked for three blood riders. Not me though. 
you're all my blood riders. He's like, he's like I'm going to ask more of you than any other call asked before. You, you get in the, the wooden ships and cross the salt sea. They're all like, fuck yeah. Will you kill the men in the iron suits? Yeah. Will you tear down their stone houses as no call is done before? And they're all like, fuck yeah. She's like, all right, let's go. <laughs> and like, there's like a quarter million of them over there. It's, it the, the storm that is the Khaleesi. I, I just I can't wait to see that like land, right? Like like I want them to get out and be like, all right, we're fucking here. Let's find some people to kill. For some reason, the Sons of the Harpy were this big problem that couldn't seem they couldn't deal with them, even though they had eight thousand unsullied and the Brotherhood. Maybe? They had the masks. They were underground guerrilla resistance. Exactly, they were terrorists, right? They're very tricky. Um, Terror, but. <laughs> They're out there, like, killing people, and then, like, a quarter million Dothraki screamers come in on their horses, and it's like, yes! Yes! Like, now she has the Dothraki behind her again, and... Uh, like, all of them. Like, all of them in existence, it yeah. seems like. Because that's what they were doing at Vase Dothrak. They were having, like, the big quarterly meeting, right? Like, mm -hmm. everybody's coming in from the, the, the outside branches. The international crew came in from Essos. I didn't realize there were no, so were many calls early in Game of Thrones. Like, season one or something. I thought he yeah. led the Dothrakis. I didn't realize there were a dozen of him. Well, you were right and wrong because, mm -hmm. like, he had risen to – he was the, the, the greatest of the calls, and he had united all the calls to go do one thing, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. And, uh, and, but, but normally I think they're like, you know, they're traveling warlords with their own bands varying in power, like war chiefs. So he was an extra good call. I didn't, yeah, he it, like like because clearly like when they when the Khaleesi was like I'm Cal Drogo's she she's like I'm the breaker of chains and the mother of dragons and the queen of marine and and also I was married to Cal Drogo and they're like you were married to Cal Drogo oh shit we're so sorry we're so sorry we're no man can touch a Cal's widow. Yeah, they changed their around. mind about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Later on when they all meet, they're like, we're all going to fuck you, and then our blood riders will fuck you, and if there's anything left of you, we'll toss you to the rest. And, the horses uh, get you then. And she's like, yeah. no, nobody will fuck me, and then she starts burning shit. It, it was really good. Yeah, the horses, you're right. They, they said if anything left, the horses get in on it. Yeah. And uh, They've seen bad dragons. And they were only two buckets of water from the whole plan going tits up. You know, <laughs> someone has started a fire in the corner of a hut. Put it out. Oogloog. <laughs> Back to business. You know? <laughs> that's, that's exactly what happened as, as yeah. fucking naked Daenerys stood out there shivering. <laughs> Where's my warm fire for me to jump into? If you watch that scene again, it, I don't know why. Like, it's like a, a tiki torch or something bigger than that. But let's call it a tiki torch for my purposes. They knock it over, and all of a sudden, it's a 70s flamethrower from Vietnam. Oh, like, well, it's full of oil. It's a big basin of oil. It's two big uh, basins okay. of oil that must be holding, like, three gallons each. So it's like she pushes, like, six gallons of burning oil, and it splatters all over everything. And it comes back Although, up. It kind of it, defies gravity a touch. It's it, reminiscent it goes of everywhere. me to that. You know in uh, Austin Powers... That scene where the guy is in the uh, cement roller or whatever, yeah, yeah. and he's no! going straight towards that dude no! who's like 50 yards <laughs> from him, and the guy's like, no, no, and eventually, you know, after a minute, it gets yeah. to him and crushes him. That's what I imagine it being like in that hut where it's like, how do we get out of this fiery hut? Uh, we cannot use our swords to cut through the leafy walls. No swords. <laughs> <laughs> There's no swords. See, that's the thing. No yeah, weapons there, there in this Dothraki. Right. Well, he said Everybody's that. Everybody's unarmed. We, can't use we, we cannot swords. use our big muscles and, and these wooden chairs to, to bash. A, if you give me my hands 
and you put me in one of those Japanese houses with paper walls, I'll make a fucking mess of the place. Give me <laughs> sure, the explorer came and locked the door for her. She told him to. Yeah, but it's like if I get it's the like only point you can stand on here is that tent. place burnt down like it was made of kindling. Like it was like it, it, you got to have it one way or another. Either that place is so sturdy that these men just can't mm. get their way out, or it's so tinder box light that it goes up like that and it burns down instantly. It's one or the other. You, but 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 realistically, they they should have either been able to get out or like stomp that fire out. I think the three of us would have beat that girl to death, um, and then put that fire out with her body. You know, like it would have been all on? good. Like, Gurr Martin, in interviews, has said she is not fireproof. Um, that was, just that was a one-time event. Man. I guess yeah, so. Yeah, he's lying. And we're like, yeah. but wait a minute. You know, what about the super hot water that, you know, like, the other people didn't like, but she was cool with? Or what yeah. about that time she touched, like, the ring of a fire? I think that she happened resisted. early on. Yeah, yeah <laughs> and she's all, the, the whole way through in the show, at least, she's been fire-resistant. And it just makes sense that she's going to have a fire-breathing dragon. Like, like, I don't care what Martin said. Like, it's, I, I've always ignored that because of the hot bath and everything that stemmed from it. Yeah, there's just yeah. been so many signs that she's full-on fireproof anytime she needs to be. And Actually, we certainly saw it this time. Yeah. That time. Yeah. Burned down <clears throat> in the building. She grabs it. You know, that, and that, that's a moment in its own regard. She grabs that urn of oil that's burning, mm -hmm. and, and the side of it should have been hundreds of hot. degrees. You know, like, one of those things where you touch it, and you're like, ah, fuck, fuck, fuck. And she's like, so I'll lead them. And they're all like, what? what? She's just touching that? What, wait, wait, wait. And yeah. then, then she shoves them over. So... I liked that moment, and I hated it at the same time. I, I that hate, moment would have worked was... so much better. It would have worked so much better if she dumped the oil directly on the men. If the oil had had immediately ignited the men, then I'm 100% like on board. Or something? Like there's down below, you know, she kind they of. They were on like bleachers, if I recall. Or, yeah, yeah she ascends to a higher thing. Like, like I, I'm talking about redesigning the whole set. All I'm saying is that, like, it was a little unbelievable that that whole place burnt down and all of those men perished before they could get out or any of their hundreds of thousands of cohorts could save them. Uh, yeah, you know, it's time. not like there's a lot of stuff hiding the fact that that place was going up like a tinderbox. Like everyone would immediately know, right. like, hey, who, who who burned this place? Oh, it's the it's the only it's the girl covered in oil. Everyone, it's, it's <laughs> well, that one. It's, they, um, oh, I was the oh, mother. that would have been cool. They killed the lookouts. They did do that. What if she had soaked herself in the oil and she was just a flame, like fighting them, like 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 uh, like Johnny Flame in the Fantastic Four? I love this idea. And every I, time I like they tried to combat idea. her, they would ignite. Yeah, I, I like they that hit idea. her and then they have third degree burns. It's just as, as stupid as as what happened. I just I don't know. I don't <laughs> like the unrealistic. That, that sounds so stupid to say unrealistic parts of Game of Thrones. But you know within what I mean. Universe. Plausible, unrealistic like, within the universe. Because, within the universe. How many yeah. times have we seen some some physically weak character get pa fucking reality smacked right into him right away? Oh, you thought you were the good righteous character? Well, I'm the big strong character, and that trumps that a thousand percent of the time. Smack mm. like. And and this was one of those moments the, where we're like, oh, so the, the pretty girl wins just because, eh? Okay. There's yeah. another moment they got a ton, kind of heat for it with the damn sand snakes, right? Yeah, those That's the lowest so rated episode of all written. time. You can watch the IMDb, like, episode mm -hmm. by episode thing, and that one is, the like, the only one that fell below a seven, I want to say, on, on their aggregate score thingy. Well, um, it's because if you've read the books crap. and then you watch that episode, like, the whole thing you're thinking when you're watching Game of Thrones anyway is like, oh, Come on, like get back to Tyrion, get back to Arya. Like, let me see what's going on with John. Like, you're you're wishing almost the whole series away for the next, you know, uh, ledge of the storyline. And when you spend forty minutes on these bitches with nothing to do with the story yeah. itself, 
you could it's have like, given oh my that God, time. You, you didn't just waste 40 minutes. The opportunity cost of the, those 40 minutes you wasted is infinite because you yeah. could have done anything with those 40 minutes that actually pushed the story forward instead of just making up shit characters because people complained there weren't enough women in it. And you know that's the reason why they did that is because they wanted to put more female characters in it. It's like, well, let me ask you this. Do you think that women out there are so stupid who like this show that they watch female characters like that and they're like, ha that's what I like. This is what I enjoy in this show. It's <laughs> like, no, women part, enjoy part, character development like men do. They want to watch interesting characters. It's not a, like, and these were not interesting. They were shit. They took and worst time. of all is that you're you're putting those three silly characters in in comparison with characters like Brienne mm -hmm. and, uh, and 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 all Arya. the other bad Cersei and Arya and and all of the other women in the show. Every woman in the show is a badass. Like like Sansa has had. Uh, I mean, you can say what you, she's been a victim, but like just the she's lot the she least pulled. Badass. I think she's of Arya suffered. when I think badass in the series. Arya is a fucking like like triple black belt assassin, like faceless man, uh, little girl who's going to be always underestimated but will gouge right. your eyeballs out. Like, super terrifying. But so you don't need these, like, titty girls with, with like, Ninja Turtle weapons. Sansa's <laughs> growing a backbone. So there's that. And I just watched her recently, you know, see the dogs on Ramsey. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's like, all right. It's just, it, Sansa's calculating. I there's hope... Sansa is about to be the next little finger. She fails me, but that's what I'm still hoping for. Yeah, I, 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 that's Ramsey's coming. death was all brought on by himself, really, with the dogs. The dogs. Where it was like, mm -hmm. you know what? If Ramsey had just fed those dogs instead of being a psychopath, <laughs> then he would have been locked in that cage, and she would have left, and the dogs wouldn't have eaten him, and he would have lived. But because like, he's a Fido! psychopath, the ropes, yeah. the ropes, Fido, remember me. <laughs> Lovely Ramsey, your favorite. And he'd be like, yeah, boss, I remember. <laughs> yeah, and boss, I remember. <laughs> oh, I remember. You let me eat them bitches. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, we can wrap. Yeah, good show. All right. PKN 152.